Amazon Book Club. It's October, you know what that means. It's time for some spooky stories at a fifth grade reading level because Ganesh is an idiot. My name's Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hey, I'm Shane Burklow, and happy Halloween! Happy Halloween soon, at the end of this month. It's October. We're going to start every episode yelling that as loud as we can. Pick your apples, louder carve your pumpkins. For the next four weeks, we're doing nothing but horror. Yeah. Spooky stuff. Spooky. So this week, I was... I, you guys like Halloween? Love yeah, it. Who doesn't? It's wonderful. The The smell in the air. It's yeah. crisp. Mm. Yeah. The trees change. Yeah. yeah. You picking Season up of change. what I'm putting down? I'm picking it up and I'm throwing it out. Yeah. Uh, so I was gunning for maybe some scarier book titles, but Ganesh let me down. So this week we're reading a horror book called Moorhead Manor. You know what they say, Austin, don't judge a book by its title. I am. Am. This book is written by a man named David McMullen Sullivan. <laughs> is there a hyphen? Uh, there is, yeah. It seems between like perhaps Mick a, a t- Mull- uh, between Sullivan? McMullen and Sullivan and David and a Mick and Mullen. Sounds like a law firm. There's three hyphen. <laughs> this guy's uh, he's all mixed up. Yeah, David McMullen and Sullivan of the Moorhead Manor Law Firm. So this is a young adult horror series, which is perfect for us because that is our reading level. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. I love haunted houses, and the cover of this has a big spooky house. Well, nobody says it's haunted. What's your favorite haunted house horror movie? That's a specific Um, question. It was directed at Shane, not you, Austin. What's an example of one haunted house horror movie? Well, there's a lot. Oh, Amityville Horror. Okay, that's good. House on Haunted Hill. All right, good. Last House on the Left. Very good options. We just watched Hereditary. Oh. Yeah, Hereditary is good. Yeah. That was really good. We should talk about that after. I was going to say Hotel Hotel Transylvania, right? It was wasn't really haunted house. Mm. It was more like demon cult. Oh, but the Conjuring. That's cool. like a haunted house sort of. Yeah, I never saw any of these. I don't like scary stuff. It spooks well, me. You have a scary sh- T-shirt on right now. Do I? Yeah, you have like little dead people. Well, that's just my interest in cadavers. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing scary about that. It's fun. So, Ganesh, how about you read us the synopsis of Moorhead Manor by Daniel McMullen Sullivan McDonovan? The synopsis is very short. You want me to like vamp for a little to kind of take up some nope, time? Or? Nope, yeah. nope, it's a podcast. It can jazz, be as short as we like. Jazz it up. Throw some bebops and skadoodly doos and some... Now that I like. Tinkity das. A young adult horror series at its best. Three teenagers stumble into a haunted mansion that traps them in a deadly nightmare. In order to escape alive. They must uncover the house's dark secrets of murder and prejudice. Hey, can I get the flute? That's it. Oh, <laughs> can I get a flute? <laughs> oh man. Okay, so that's right for sound effects. Do it liberally. Right now, even right now. Uh, so that sounds okay. Sounds like a pretty standard haunted house sitch. With a little jazzy flair. Hey, nobody ever complained about that. A little jazz era haunted house. What is this, New Orleans? Come on, we'll see. We'll get into it. Let's jump in right now to the first page of Moorhead Manor. By David McMullen. David McMullen. David McDullenbin. Let's give it a while. 
Spookly good scatting. Spookly actually sounds like scat itself. Spookly spookly bop bop. Uh, okay, let's jump in in uh, uh, the first base. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I gotta, let's restart that. I need to drink in my water. Drink in the water. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. I can't stop. Scat. Love it. Let's jump ahead now. No, jump ahead. Let's start. Let's start the butt. The first page. Read it. Let's read the first page of Moorhead Manor. Getting off to a rocky start here, boys. That's fine. Who listens? Yeah. And why? Drop us, us a note, please. Or don't. We'd Actually, love to know. AMZ I don't want to book club at gmail.com. Save that for the end. You always do the email. Yeah. You're a grandpa. <laughs> People no. still use email. Every time we Not want it, this. every time we plug the social media, Ganesh always jumps in with the email. Like that's what we, you know, sometimes hit you us up just on Twitter. A nice piece of email. Find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Tinder, Bumble, Swipe. We'll answer or not if we don't like the way you look. Stripe. What's that? It's like a credit card processor. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Send us a social app for zebras. <laughs> all right. Let's read the first page of. We should just cut all this out. That was spooky. Let's read the first page of Moorhead Manor. The gravel crunched under their feet as the rocky road disappeared up ahead of them. Its path took them into the woods that grew steadily thicker. Mm. Engulfing Emily Brewer. Her younger brother, Adam, and his best friend, Jimmy Mitchell. James is my father. Call me Jimmy. He's up to trouble. You know a Jimmy. Yeah. If you know a Jimmy, you know that they can't be trusted. So this is a young adult book. I don't think anyone will die. But if one were to die first, it would be Jimmy. Yeah. I, I bet there's death. I hope Jimmy does die. Baseball practice for the high school's junior varsity team had just let out. Both boys were on the team, but it was Jimmy who was their star player. Mm. Definitely going to die. Jimmy throws 88 miles per hour. Top prospect. Dang. 14 okay. to an 88? Yeah. Emily had come along to watch them play. Or 1488? So that's some Nazi shit, dude. You better watch out. Was it? 1488? That's what the Nazis write on the on uh, the internet. Why? Because 14 is like uh, H in the alphabet. No, <gasps> wait. Shit. I don't know. 8 is H in the alphabet. Hail Hitler. Let's, we're getting way deep in the weeds on really <laughs> bad Nazi bad. stuff. Boo. Cut oh, He's JV. He's 14 years old. I'm just saying you're not dropping secret Nazi messages on the podcast. I got to watch out for that shit. Well, thanks for calling me out. But I wasn't doing it. But I... Yeah, Shane's Antifa. If you want to find Antifa, it's Shane Burklow. It's true. Emily had come along to watch them play, or so she claimed. In truth, she had a crush on Jimmy. There was something about him that she just couldn't put her finger on. Yeah, probably that he's a star baseball player, right? Hot. Toned. Probably his curveball. Oh, yeah. But when he was around, her little 16-year-old heart would skip a beat. She knew nothing of baseball, but she liked to hear him talk about it. Oh, I like baseball. I don't even like to hear people talk about baseball. Keep it to yourself. It is uh, horrible to hear. It's something to be enjoyed alone in privacy. Jimmy. She... She liked the way his bangs would fall across his eyes. I love a boy with bangs. Jimmy with the bangs. He would brush them away. Oh, how does this get in his eyes when he's pitching? What's Sounds like on? a real like Devin Sawa character. Mm. Uh, Devin Sawa had the spikes though. Yeah, well, he this had is bangs. He had the swoopy bangs. Nobody's hair is naturally spiked. He's got bangs when he wakes up in the morning. Just saying. <laughs> does he still? Yeah. Yeah, I do. What are you going to do? She liked everything about him, and she tried very, very hard never to show it. Jimmy was Adam's best friend, so that would be weird. Plus, he was a year younger than her, and dating a younger man seemed <laughs> even weirder. Yeah, especially one named Jimmy with bangs. Jimmy bangs. Robin the cradle. No, he was best to keep her feelings to herself so Jimmy didn't catch on. For the most part, it worked, too. The boy was clueless. The boy. The boy. 
He can throw the heater, but he's dumb as dirt. As for Emily, she never noticed. You guys are on the same wavelength. Today. Yeah. I like that. Well, that's an old phrase everybody knows, right? You can throw the heater, but he's dumb as dirt. Yeah. You never said that about a, you know, local boy in your town. <laughs> Area boy. Area boy throws the heater, but man. Dumb as dirt. All, that's on scouting reports. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's a baseball thing. Yeah. Dumb as dirt. That's actually good. Mm-hmm. You want them dumb. Yeah. As for Emily, she never noticed the special attention that Jimmy gave to her. Young, not dumb. To other girls. Full of chewing gum, I believe is the phrase. And slipping that heater through, you know? Yep. He stopped talking when she came into the room and looked her way. Good idea. He would listen to what she had to say, even if it was trivial and are these, silly. Are these words appearing to you as you're reading them? You seem to be having a lot of trouble. <laughs> are they coming by on like a ticker? <laughs> Here. <laughs> him we've recently switched to a teleprompter and ganesh is not handling it well he added strobe effect to his kindle it's very distracting i've thrown up twice he was encouraging gentle and kind in her company and she never thought enough of herself to realize what it meant she was too clueless although it was over a mile's walk home from the south fields the three young teenagers had elected to go on foot rather than catch a ride back into town Mm, bad call save it ubers save it lifts Save it waves. Is this a, I don't think that's how that works. Is this a contemporary book? Like, is this now? Could they call an Uber? When does this take place? Do we know? Are kids allowed to call Ubers? They're I don't not. know. No, no way. They got to walk through the woods. Walk through those woods, kids. In the coming months and years, each of them would regret in some form or fashion the choice they had made that day. Mm, tell me I got a laundry list of those. Days? That I regret? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Countless. Oh, yeah. Name one. Yesterday. Why? I ate way too many pepperonis. The South Fields, as they were called in Wallace, Louisiana, were fading far behind them. The year before, they had been used as fairgrounds in the town celebration of the country's bicentennial. Okay, so this is, wait, read that. We can get a real pinpoint the on the year. The year before, they had been used as fairgrounds this is 1977. in the town's celebration of the country's Unless this isn't America, <laughs> in which case my math could be off. Oh, it's Wallace, Louisiana. Louisiana. Well, then perfect. This is 1977. Beautiful. No Ubers. What, what kind of they're going to be hitchhiking? But maybe in this universe, we don't know. Maybe the French still own Louisiana. <laughs> well, that seems like a reach, <laughs> but I'm open to it. They'd been. <laughs> what if that was the background of this haunted house story? Is it? Then I would give Shane all my money. Well, that's. I guess we'll see what that's happens. That's negative here. money. They had been in little use. I'm a homeowner, sir. Yeah. Well, paying that mortgage. You want that, Shane? I don't want that debt. They'd been in little use since that day, <laughs> being remote from the center of town. Hope I'm wrong, which I never am. No, Shane's never been wrong. He told me to eat all those pepperonis and it was a good idea. They'd been in little use since that day, being remote from the center part of town, but they were quite large and perfect for the baseball team's practice. Mm. So that is how one summer's evening as the sun was high in the sky. You're mid-sentence. You lost it? The three of them happened to walk past Moorhead Manor. They were deep in the woods and had gotten halfway down the unpaved road that would come out onto their their neighborhood half a mile ahead. Okay. In the early 1900s, this side of town had been where the wealthy residents of Wallace lived. I'm thinking 70 years ago, if we're going by the... the, I'm going to do the math every time I hear about a time frame. Beautiful antebellum... Mansions had lined the roads back then, three quarters of a century ago. Yeah, I got it. I nailed it. They would have found themselves walking on cobblestones on a street called Bridgeport. Now there was only gravel and sand and a backwoods path that bore no name at all. They were empty, overgrown lots, 
Some still had large stone foundations laid out on the ground. The grand domiciles that they once shouldered had now long been removed after falling into utter decay. I'm scared. This isn't spooky as much as it is just like what most of the country looks like. Yeah, they're going to flip this home. It's going to be a TV show, the Antebellum Flippers. Mm-hmm. But there was one loan. We turned the slave quarters into a nice baby changing table. It's a dinette. One lone, abandoned, dilapidated structure left along the gravel road. Moorhead Manor. Speak up. All its paint had long since peeled away, exposing the wooden veneer and causing it to crack and become gray and weathered. It's naked. Embarrassing. Many of the roof's slate shingles had come off, giving it a toothless feel. One would have doubts about the house's structural integrity. This is a classic haunted house. It leaned ever so slightly to the east, wounded yet defiant. Uh, we should go into this structurally uh, dilapidated building. Well, they're kids. They don't know anything. Yeah, why not? We'll write it down. Surf, hey. the, surf the roof down to the street level. Yeah, maybe there's pizza in there. We're just kids. Huh? I say that all the time. Yeah. That's what led to the pepperoni incident. If ever the town had an old, creepy, insane asylum, this would be it. That's pretty big. But they huh? don't because, unfortunately, that's unregulated in this country. So, hey, this sounds scary. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I like the books that open with just pure descriptions of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. Shades of uh, George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah. So I think that this seems scary, but also it could be an exciting opportunity to learn how to renovate a home. Let's jump ahead now to the 25% mark of Moorhead Manor. <laughs> Getting pretty spooky in here, folks. Shivering in my boots. Getting pretty scared. How scared? I peed my pants. Let's read the 25% mark of Moorhead Manor, please. Thanks. Adam stepped up to the door and tried to open it as he had done from the other side. Is this the next next page? (laughs) But he got nowhere. How short is this book? He put his full weight against the door and still nothing. Well, he's a weak little shrimp. Yeah, kick it. See, I told you. This is Louisiana. Well, he is a shrimp. Hey, yeah. I like that. Three cheers for Shane. Thanks. Thanks. And uh, thanks, too. Guys. Jimmy whispered from the back. Damn. No. That's star baseball player with the dreamy bangs, Jimmy, with the the low toad voice. <laughs> guys. He's got gravel in his assault. It's me, Jimmy. <laughs> That's pretty scary. I throw the heater. It must be stuck or something. But I'm dumb as dirt. Adam insisted. <laughs> Guys, Jimmy said a little louder. That's all I could say. Trying to get at their attention. Stuck? What could it be stuck on? It was just open. Emily was peeved. Guys. Jimmy yelled. Jimmy, spit it out, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Guys, guys, guys. Let's check it out. He's peeing on the tree. (laughs) Look look, look at this, guys. Okay, Jimmy. I watered the plants. (laughs) (laughs) Mama says I help. Breaking off their argument, both brother and sister turned their heads to look at Jimmy. He stood behind them with a stunned look on his face. He said nothing, only weakly lifted his arm to point to the floor to the right of the door. He threw a heater of a point. Boom. Boom. Both (laughs) am. Both, both. Sorry, guys. Get it together. It's not you. It's Jimmy. Ball player. It's a mirror. He's wearing his uniform. Jimmy, that's just you in the reflection. Both Emily and Adam's gaze followed his finger to where he was pointing. At first, neither one of them took notice to anything. They saw the floor and the glass pane just above it. Then Adam saw what Jimmy was getting at. 
Oh my god. <laughs> this is Adam? Yeah. Jesus. He said in a hushed voice. The freaks in the woods. Adam stepped back, reaching out and taking Emily's arm to bring her back with him as he retreated a few steps. Emily felt nervous but didn't see what the boys saw. She looked harder and harder at the spot Jimmy had pointed to, but she didn't see anything. This is a prank. Then suddenly she realized that was the whole problem. How was that possible? She said with equal amazement. The broken glass had been sprayed across the floor when the ball flew in was gone. Oh, he really threw a ball in there, huh? This guy can't control that rocket arm. That's the classic way how like kids go into haunted places. Yeah, oh, I threw my baseball in there. Oh, I threw my ball. I went in a haunted place. Guess I better go in. Get my ball back. With that- everyone. Or just alone. That area was practically clean. There weren't any glass shards out on the porch either. The glass pane was shiny, whole and new, back in its casing on the side of the door as it had been before. Now that's a good mirror. Yeah. Puts itself back together. Come on. How could it get that way? Adam puzzled. This is a window or a mirror we're talking about. I don't know. Jimmy responded. I think that was also Ganesh responding. And I don't want to know. Still Ganesh. Jimmy stepped up to the door with a sense of urgency. He slammed his side into the door. Numerous expletives flew from his mouth. Fucking cock shit dick. Jimmy, please. There's children here. As he shouldered the door over and over, Emily and Adam were so transfixed on what Jimmy was doing that they didn't immediately notice the light coming in from under the pocket doors to the dining room. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if I read that right. The pocket doors. Noticed the light coming from under the pocket doors. To oh, the pocket doors room. are lovely. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, you know how this goes? What's a pocket door? A door that slides into the wall. Well, Shane does watch a lot of HGTV, I think. Shane's yeah, actually the third. He's the third property brother. Yeah, I'm behind the scenes. <laughs> do all the paperwork. Yeah. They keep him in the basement locked up because... Uh, I'm the administrative troll. You know, the face. Its beginnings were faint, so who could have noticed it? But it steadily got brighter, becoming a luminescent presence in the parlor. There's a train coming this way. It flowed into the foyer. Beautiful. Where- Love that pronunciation. This is uh, French Louisiana, after all. <laughs> Where the three stood facing the door, Jimmy stopped. They all did. For a moment, there was an eerie silence. I hear it. They turned towards <laughs> the light, towards whatever must have been in the dining room. Emily grabbed onto Adam when a voice came from behind the doors. The voice was smooth and light, a oh, woman's man. voice. Oh, man. Oh, I was hoping it would be like the ghost conductor from like Hey Arnold, where he was <laughs> always, I remember. Yeah, the train. He's like, yeah, and the... That's how all, I, th- I think that's how all ghosts talk in my mind. Yeah. Jazzy. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? They couldn't make out what she was saying, but she must have been speaking to someone in the room with her. Hide. Jimmy whispered. <laughs> Jimmy, quieter, please. Wait. Emily whispered back. What if she can help us? Help us? She's probably the one who tried to strangle me. So, Jimmy, a fucking 48-year-old trucker? This is unbelievable. This Jimmy, this Jimmy does work on a carton of cigarettes. A carton, carton a day, yeah. He's got, a, he's got a, some lip in right now. <laughs> he's a baseball player, after all. No woman is strong enough to strangle you, Jimmy Mitchell. He's all juiced up. Who else could have done it? Well, I'm not saying someone did try to strangle you, but even if someone did, it couldn't have been this woman. Besides, we stand a better chance against someone in, in the light than hiding in the dark corners of this house. That's true. Shut up, Adam. (laughs) Pipe down. Jimmy's going to figure this out. He's the big boy. Is that How's that spelled? I don't know about all this, Jimmy said. That was ad-lib. That was the actor acting. Yeah. Ganesh got a little bout of inspiration there. We'll just peek in. If it doesn't look safe, we can run for it. Emily pressed her point. 
What? The boys were silent. You heard him. Yikes. She took that as an agreement and started to tiptoe over to the pocket doors. You do not tiptoe around ghosts. No. Rule number one. Especially not when you're approaching some vintage pocket do? doors. You do. stomp around. Yeah. Show aggression. Yeah, you kick and swing your fists wildly. I don't think they like that. And you go, wow, I'm yeah. alive. Yeah. Haven't you ever seen the movie Ghost with Bruce Willis? If you push hard enough, you can push him in front of a train or something. That's Patrick Swayze. Uh, Yeah, you're right. My bad. The wrong one died. <laughs> Just saying, just throw it out there. You think they, you think Bruce listens to this? The boys were silent. We would die for that kind of controversy. Well, he won't now. I would love to get in the news cycle with that controversy. We just lost a fan. We lost Bruce Willis as a fan. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, we just gained and uh, his whole family we just, too. We just gained to me more. The boys were silent. She took that as agreement and started to tiptoe over the to the pocket doors. Wait, Jimmy whispered again. What now? Emily snapped back. Jimmy looked around, wishing he had his bat. He settled on a small bronze lamp from the living room. Wait, so he's not a pitcher? He's a hitter. Whew. This changes everything. Why don't they call him Slugger then? The Ganesh knew the whole time, didn't you? Didn't you? You knew, didn't you? I didn't know anything, dude. You must have. You gave him a gravelly voice. Pitchers have a real delicate voice. Yeah, like the voice of a porcelain doll. You gave this guy a hitter's voice. Yeah, but we were we were fools along. for not recognizing that, actually. It was our fault. He picked it up <laughs> and held it high, ready to strike someone. Okay. That's okay. He said, Emily and Adam continued through the parlor with as much stealth as they could muster. You don't muster stealth. Right up to the sliding doors. You ever play Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, you just hold a button. Yeah. Both of them peered through what little space there was between the adjoining panels. Much of the room was out of view along with its occupants. A heavy dining room table stood in the center, and its wood was beautifully polished. Is this all worth it for a baseball? Maybe it was signed by Mickey Mantle. Oh, then yeah, that was worth it. It sounds like they can't leave the house. The house, as described on the inside, reminds me of The Others, a good haunted house movie. I haven't seen that movie. Nicole Kidman. Uh, I haven't seen that one either. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Only Nicole Kidman. on the list. Only Nicole right. Kidman movie I've seen is Batman Forever. That's great that she won the uh, Emmy. Yeah, I think so. And they, the Grammy. It was a daytimer, though. Seal. She's she, Seal and EGOT. Mm, yes. Twice over. Whoa. Sorry, Ganesh. We let you down. Vibrant golden yellow wallpaper covered the far wall with the stunning ribbon and pineapple design laid out in a repetitive diamond pattern. This would be good news for the Property Brothers. That's less work you got to do. They'll tear that shit down, dude. No, you leave it up. You want a little bit of the taste of the original home? No, they put like some like wood, some kind of restored wood wall. Up. Now, they don't like wallpaper. What kind of backsplash are we talking about here? Has this place got a backsplash? We're not in the kitchen yet. Well, okay. I can't. Wait. The most ornate chandelier. Beautiful. That any of them had ever seen had hung from the high ceiling. Gotta keep that. It held what seemed like a thousand crystalline teardrops in its midst. Beautiful. Splitting the light into rainbows across the floor. Too many. Remember that book we read where that woman was just carrying around a chandelier? Yeah. Those are the golden days of the podcast. Ah. We were way past our prime now. To be I young, don't remember that one. Uh, well, you, she why found would it you? in a dumpster and she carried it all around. Yeah. That was mirror, mirror. That was a mirror. No, no. This is another one. This is some. Oh, this was the uh, a murder thing. Yeah. Kanish hasn't listened to most of our episodes. The voice spoke again, this time with clarity. I promise I will take up my embroidery work after supper. The voice said. <gasps> That's where we're ending. You're going to leave it at that? Fine. Ooh. Fine. On Hallow's month. Fine. Dastardly. Fine. Sure. Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark of Moorhead Manor. (laughs) 
halfway done with the Moorhead Manor. Jesus, Ganesh, watch it. We're recording a podcast here, slamming dishes around like a fucking maniac. You're an animal. Look, she said as she spun to face the boys. Adam and Jimmy turned. By their expressions, it was clear that they found the doll to be a pleasant surprise in comparison to everything else they had encountered. Oh, the doll. Ew, it's a little doll. Ew. Both of them smiled and Emily smiled back. Weird. We're trapped in this house. Good thing we found this doll. Isn't she pretty? Ugh. I think I'll keep. Her words were cut short. A knife plunged through her chest. The doll. The doll. Said, Forget about it. <laughs> That's the doll's catchphrase. No. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Three scariest words you could ever hear. She froze as her gaze was caught by something over the boys' shoulders. The two friends turned and nearly froze themselves. Look, boys. They stared at the ghost of the young woman they had encountered downstairs. Oh shit, it's you again. She stood in the doorway. A silence fell amongst the entire group, a standoff between the living and the dead. Yeah, let's fight. <laughs> Swords. <clears throat> when you're a jet, you're a jet. Alice looked around with her constant haziness, but this time she was, was she, jittery too. she blazing? What's up? What's the problem, Alice? Focus up. Alice is the ghost, right? No. No. No, we don't know the ghost's name yet. She appeared nervous and, even though she stepped inside, <laughs> she stayed close to the wall, avoiding the center of the room. Yeah, I don't have any answers for you. I don't know. Oh, we were just laughing about your weird sentence structure. I'm just reading what's written. Okay. Yes, yes. That's what you always say. It's an, easy, never, it's an easy out. We, mean, never, we never check. Ganesh could be making all this shit up off the top of his head. That would be way more impressive than me reading off the It page. would be. We should it do that be. one time. You should have said that's what you're doing. Yeah. But now I know you're just reading. Yeah, I'm not impressed. In the dining room, no one said you should be. She had been happy and calm. It's on Ganesh's business card. <laughs> no one said you should be impressed. It's just me, Ganesh. <laughs> Ganesh. Nobody said it was uh, going to be good. And then on, you flip it over and it just says, do you agree? <laughs> it's got the Y slash N. You got to circle one and hand it back to me. Yeah. yeah. It's very personal. Yeah. She. <laughs> God damn it. I keep getting lost, man. Uh, she appeared. It's a tough book. It's for, it's for the ages 12 to 15, I believe. Nervous. And even though she stepped inside, she stayed close to the wall, avoiding the center of the room. Yeah, we heard that. Sounds like a good strategy for a ghost. In the Hug dining the room, yeah. she'd been happy and calm. Now she was afraid and strangely defeated. You shouldn't come in here, the ghost said. Uh, duh. We're just looking for a way out, Emily replied. Go on. That's it. That's the end of the book. The end. The ghost says, well, the exit's right here. Yeah, please. I don't like to come in this room. I'll show you the door. It's right over this no way. No one would come in here if if they knew... Yeah. Whoa, this is actually extremely sexy. Lame. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Lame, lame. <laughs> it's a young adult book. Okay. I like Come it. On. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Good for Ganesh. If they knew what? Adam asked. <laughs> you can't say I'm doing great and then make that voice. Yeah. You're fucking it up. It was such an innocent question. Adam hadn't, Adam hadn't meant anything by it. But she looked at him as if he had struck her. Rivers of pain ran through her face. A deep sorrow was coming to the surface. She held onto the wall, just avoiding Jim the room. That's just Jimmy's fastball. Avoiding something, but it was too late. Like a dark figure rising from a chair, her memories rose again to take her hand and lead her through the eternal dance of her nightmare. Yikes. So is she okay? She's good. <laughs> How you feeling? She seemed to be drifting, dreaming. When she spoke next, it was as if she was speaking to someone who was there and yet not there. Mm-hmm. Mama, I hurt so badly. Yikes. She said weakly. Don't like when anybody says that to me. Mama, I hurt so badly. Yeah, people say that to me on the street. I'm like, please. I'm not your mama. 
Not anymore, anyway. With those five words, the world seemed to come undone. The sunlight coming in through the window rapidly drained away. In a single second, it was pitch black outside. Yeah, it's nighttime, dude. But as the light outside was lost, it came alive inside. Yeah, they turned the lights on. That's how it works at night. A rich, golden glow rose up in the room like the light of a thousand candles. Yeah, it's a light bulb. I do more of a cool light in this room. Yeah. Well, once we get the makeover going, we can, yeah. we're going to change a lot. We're going to take down that, uh, the wall there and open it up. Yeah. It's going to be glass all around. Mm-hmm. You're going to want that chandelier out. You don't need all that. You're going to yeah, want take the chandelier out, put some nice track lighting in. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to get some mid-century modern in here. It's yeah, going to be beautiful. I definitely want a kitchen island. Yeah. Well, don't get greedy. Well, this isn't the kitchen. Don't get greedy. So please table that. Ganesh. No, no island. All right. It's not within your budget. Doesn't even make sense. Be realistic. Come on. You were, I mean, you were already pushing it with the backsplash. A rich golden glow. Yeah? Tell me again about that rich she golden was glow. Blur- she was, she <laughs> Love was to hear those beautiful words. First. Like a poor projection in a movie theater. She wore a wool skirt that cinched above her waist and went all the way down to the floor. Mm, 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 mm. Thick leather <laughs> shoes. Oh! Do not offend the dead. Hey, I was trying to give him a compliment. Thick leather shoes were on her feet, and her blouse covered all but her hands and neck. Now that's what I like. Real free, free real, hands. Real prim and proper. Yeah, show me those palms. <laughs> Can ghosts clap? Yeah. Just it doesn't make any noise. It's a torturous hell. <laughs> Their hands just go in, but inside of each other. It's a nightmare. Ah, oh, damn. That truly would be hell. Yeah, if you couldn't clap. I love to clap, so... <laughs> If I couldn't give a round of applause, then I don't know what I'd do with my life. A bed formed beside her, and someone dressed in white bedclothes was lying in it. The images sharpened enough to define the features of both individuals. The person lying in the bed was Alice, whose ghost still stood against the wall. Wait, Alice? Alice is the ghost. I think the little girl's name is Emily. Oh, yeah, right, sure. Apparently, they were witnessing a time when she had been alive. I knew that, yeah. Mama? I hurt so badly. Mama. Oh, mama. Mama. Mama, don't let me die. Mama. Said the doppelganger. Hey, Tone. Oh, push. In the bed. Not in Louisiana. You bring that shit down to Louisiana. Alice, just rest. (laughs) You've lost a lot of blood. Bonjour, Tone. Nice tough talk, mon ami. Said the mother. Can I have more of the medicine? Yikes. Oh, no, she's poisoned. I've seen this in The Sixth Sense. They poison the little girl, and then she barfs when Haley Joel Osmond sees her. Haley Joel Osmond? <laughs> sure. Yeah, what was that last line? Give me the medicine. Give me the medicine, mama. That's what I text Ganesh when I need drugs. Yes. Yes, dear. Lie back, and I will get it for you. And that's what I text back. <laughs> it's a secret. The police don't know what the hell's going on. Lie, <laughs> Lie back, sweet child. <laughs> Lie back. Well, I administer your medicine. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. You're texting in the same room as yeah. each other. Alice's mother put a cold com- com- compress. Cold compress. Jesus. You're not even looking at the book. I don't book. even need the book. I've just heard words before. On her forehead. Sorry, I don't say cold compress much. Maybe it could have been cold computer. Yeah. Ganesh right. is just thinking cold cuts. I guarantee you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got me going with those pepperonis earlier. Woo! 
we? Those were, tell you. Uh, those were hot cuts, my friend. Gabagool. I'm drooling over, over here. here. I know. It's pretty disgusting. <laughs> He's got the look of salam. Hey, though. Oh, push. Oh. Turned to face the exterior wall. As soon as she did, a small curio table formed in front of her. Several dark bottles were on its top. The mother reached for one. It clinked against the others as she lifted it up retrieving a spoon from the table as well. Dr. Pepper. Facing her daughter again, she spooned the medicine past the young woman's eager lips. Alice reached up with both her hands, pulling on her mother's right arm. Mama, please. I want to name her Catherine, Mama. Isn't she beautiful? Her mother answered dryly. If you say so. (laughs) That's as dry as it gets right there. Wow, bone dry. May I hold her, Mama? I want to hold her. I love this. <laughs> I, would, I, want a, I just want an hour of you reading scenes like this between a sickly turn of the century child and her mother. <laughs> we can make that a reality, baby. We can do it. Whoa. Do it. Whoa. Getting cool. <laughs> Finally, can you start something cool in life? <laughs> we can make it happen, baby. Is that how you proposed? <laughs> what do you say, baby? Ganesha's the first Indian American Elvis impersonator in America. <laughs> yeah. I, you honestly aren't far off. I can see it. You got the hair. Yeah. And the attitude. I say, let's take the single and make it a double. Yeah. And the, the je ne sais quoi. Yeah, sure. And like the weight, the heft. <laughs> you got a late 70s Elvis vibe. 78 after he's passed. Do people shrink when they're dead? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I mean, eventually, yeah. I don't think they get bigger <laughs> if that's what you're asking. <laughs> what if that happened? Are you asking if Elvis, if you opened his grave, would be small? It'd be like three feet long. <laughs> I don't think that that's right. <laughs> I think It'd he's be a tiny boy. I think he's in <laughs> his big clothes. <laughs> he was buried in his like Elvis in Hawaii. I know white he's suit. in here somewhere. They're like digging around his clothes. No, there he is. There he is. Like, little, he's so small. He's now. a little troll doll. There he is. Sweet baby Elvis. No, I don't think that happens in death. But to be honest, I don't know what does. I wish we could have met in the middle. <laughs> Jesus. Benjamin Button. Ay, caramba. Is this the end? Is that the end of that part? No, keep going. What is in the bottle? I need to know. Yeah, what's in that bottle? I'm assuming poison. This is some sort of Munchausen by proxy thing going on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's in the bottle? Too too many words. Come on. It's Coors. I don't have to. Coors. Here you go, little, what's her name? Vance. Here you go, little Vance. You say Coors like, I'm not trying to to trigger another Sopranos soundbite, but you say Coors like Joe Pagliano says Whores. Hey, she was a whore. Is that how you say it? I say Coors. 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 Can I get a Coors? You little whore. Great. I thought that was pretty funny. I like that. I wish all the book was that. Maybe it is. And that would be a really weird (laughs) young adults horror book if the whole thing halfway through just turned into... Some sort of uh, apparition. I tell you what, this is no old man in the sea, but it's close. It's better. Let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark of Moorhead Manor. The 75% mark of Moorhead 
Manor. Ooh, ha, 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 ha. Oh, shit. Who's that? Rodney Cook. Nope. <laughs> Jimmy said. Big Rod. The young man smiled once more. That was a nice story you told me. Oh. You heard that? Emily asked, but she knew the answer as soon as the words left her mouth. You've been watching us the whole time. The whole time? Ooh, pervert, huh? Most of it, yeah. Let's <laughs> get the only southern guy in Louisiana. But, but you were murdered. Jimmy interjected. Whoa, somebody got murdered? Rodney smirked. I wasn't murdered, you idiot. Was I committed that? suicide. Damn. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's pretty cool, dude. I murdered myself, you Hell little yeah. shit. Hell yeah, you ruled, dude. Mm. Shit. How? I saw the pictures of you dead. You were strangled, but there was no murder weapon. Yeah, I strangled myself, bitch. <laughs> the fuck you think about that? And you can't figure that one out yourself? Jimmy said nothing. None of it made any sense to him. A bulk stare was his only response. Bulk? What's that? Baseball lingo? Jimmy. Jimmy. Get your head out of the clouds. Always waiting on the bulk, but you gotta hit the ball, little guy. You're not gonna get on with the bulk. Well, nobody does. That's not how the bulk works. How does it work? Anybody on base advances a base. I could, I'll could. i break out the rule book for the, hundred, the uh, next part of the book. I'll tell you what. I'll we should do the... Uh, what. We should, shut up for 10 you. seconds, all right? We should do the MLB rule book next time, all right? That's the next book we're going to do. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, uh, tell me what. I'll tell you something. And your daddy's files probably never had in them. Don't you look at my daddy's files. I was dying. I was 17. I had leukemia. Damn. And I was dying. Okay. That's double dying. Double Put that in your daddy's files and smoke it. Does it really oh, say no, that? No, no, no. Yeah. It says that? Damn. Put Damn. that in your daddy's files and smoke it. That's the next official t-shirt of Amazon Book Club. But this guy's got a Coors in two hands. You drinking my Coors? That doesn't... That doesn't explain anything. Jimmy Cowan. <laughs> this guy sounds more and more like Christian Bale's Batman the more we go on. Doesn't it? I was young. I should have lived forever, but instead I had less than a year to live. It was a banner day when the doctors gave me that little bit of news. I was pretty upset. Uh, I ran away from home after that. Well, that's not good. I guess I should thank them because it brought me here, here to this house. Have any of you begun to realize just how special this house is? Yep, it's pretty different. These <laughs> <laughs> two old regular bumpkins talking about the haunted house they're trapped in. Yep, I reckon this house is haunted. Yeah, there's something wrong. Something I'm unaccustomed to in here. <laughs> oh, it's more than different. I spent almost three days in the house discovering its secrets. Old Lady Moorhead's diary hinted at a few of them. This guy's a sneak getting that, into the files and the diaries. That got me started. The cigarette butts and the missing pages. It was you. Emily replied. Yep, me. I read it for hours. That's right. I smoke a pack a day, even in the afterlife. <coughs> At first, there were just little hints of what this house was. Near the end, she was pretty crazy. She started to broadcast it on every page. By then, I knew I had to make this house and its secrets mine. Huh. I certainly couldn't leave those pages for anyone else to find. Get it together, buddy. It's just a house. What secrets could it have? Well, you've been in here and it's pretty fucked up, right? Dead people go there, I bet. Yeah. yeah. I bet it's like a place where they can hang yeah. before they... It's a chill hang spot. Uh, get flushed down the toilet. Yeah, that's what happens when you die. That's what happened to my brother. That's the that's what happens <laughs> when all dogs go to heaven. Oh, yeah? They get flushed down the toilet? Yeah. Straight to dog heaven? Oh, yeah. Well, that explains where my dog went. And in so many pieces. Emily asked. Rodney raised the axe's blade so it was at eye level. Oh, he's got an axe. He's wielding an axe during this little conversation. This guy rules Rodney the axe wielder. Wow. Chain smoking axe wielding. Diary reading. No, that's a little negative. feller. Well, he's a big feller, sounds like. Have you ever heard of a ghost that can manipulate objects like this? No, of course not. Neither had I. I thought all ghosts could do that. 
Only the powerful ones. I thought those were poltergeists. Totally Ooh, different from ghosts. What? You lost me. But then Alice showed up, just like she did with you three. She's pretty special. Don't you agree? Yep, I suppose. <laughs> Jimmy's taking this all in stride. Jimmy replied. Between Alice and the diary, that's when the pieces started to come together. Alice would let me do special things, but <laughs> it would let me live forever just as I am now, but it demanded a price. I have to carry this axe around all the time. Sacrifice had to be made. And it's heavy. And I can shred on it. This <laughs> <laughs> is just, an electric guitar the whole time. This is just the, uh, the parlance. To obtain his favor. Sweet axe, Rodney. Suicide. Emily moaned. Pipe down, Emily. <laughs> yep, you had to kill yourself. But what good would that do if I couldn't have the household to myself? The Moorhead Broad had been dead for years. I saw a way <laughs> I could get what I wanted on both accounts. So I hung myself off this very banister. Yikes. He said, pointing to the railing. A strong banister. That'll stick around in the remodel. Yeah, it's been proven. Yeah. Maybe a nice uh, new coat of lacquer. Oh, yeah. Well, there's rope burns. Make it pop. Sand those down. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be beautiful. Like a deep cherry. Yeah. Maybe, what do you call it? A stain? Mm-hmm. Stain that sucker, sand it, stain it, lacquer it. Yeah. You ever pull up some carpet and realize there's some $20,000 hardwood floor underneath it? Never pulled up a carpet in my life. I pulled up a carpet, not $20,000 worth of hardwood floor. That's but actually, nice $600,000. <laughs> it was a really nice hardwood floor. But yeah. I but know. then Shane danced all over it and scuffed it up. So <laughs> it ruined the whole so thing. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! That's the catch 22 of discovering hardwood under your carpet is sometimes your excitement can lead to uh, scuffs. Once I was dead, I let my body drop down there and I hid the evidence of what I'd done. Um, he cleaned up his own dead body. Look like murder. This guy's metal, which is why he has the axe, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah. it's, a, uh, it's one of the two necked kind of guitars. Oh, yeah, because he, he shreds. He snapped his neck. Oh. So now he has two necks oh. on his axe. Yeah. A metaphor. Nobody would want to buy a house that someone was murdered in. Emily guessed. People do that all the time. Like, all the time. Do they have to tell you if someone was murdered in a home? I don't know. They have to tell you about bed bugs, but you'd think that would also be on the list. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's find somebody to ask. Okay. If you've bought a house that... Oh, yeah, you're a homeowner. Don't you know this stuff? Yeah, yeah but they tell my, you? Let's say I murder your tenant. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Well, let's, for the sake of argument, let's say I'm going to do All that. Right. What happens next? Do you have to be like, I bet that knocks a couple hundo off your... Well, I'd assume you'd go to jail. Well, forget about me. I got away with it. I already did. No, you go to jail. <clears throat> I'd go to jail? You get caught. Yeah, why not? Let's let's walk down that timeline. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah, to jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Free let's room forget and, the house. Let's, let's, let's picture you in jail. I'll never argue against free room and board, my friend. Listen, do you want to hand me life on a silver platter? I'll take it. Put me in there. Put me in, coach. Exactly. Then, then all I had to do was keep Alice quiet. You've seen her. She's mad with grief. Always living in the past. You could straighten her out, but she always falls back into her delirium. So how perfect was it to appear to her as her father, then use her delusions against her? Damn, Rodney. Rodney, dastardly. He's a ghost with big plans. By the time the police had found me, I had her under control. Once they left, I had the house all to myself. No buyers, no geeky ghost hunters, nothing. Ever since then, I've taken care of this house and it's taken care of me. Fine. It's a pretty shitty condition, Rodney. Keep this down, damn house to yourself. We don't care. <laughs> we just want to get out of here. Let <laughs> <laughs> yeah. us out. Yeah, These are just, just bouncing kids. from room to room, getting like, lectured by ghosts. Rodney, you're canceled, dude. Yeah. We're out of here. Take that axe and crack open this window for us, bud. Jimmy demanded. Well, I'd be happy to let you go, but I realized long ago that there was one problem with being immortal. It's boring. 
Mm. I was going pretty stir crazy when this band of traveling hippies broke in about eight years ago. They thought they had squat on the house, but instead I picked them off one by one. Oh, a sniper oh. rifle. <laughs> Deadshot rod. That's how I got a taste for it. Mm. For what, ribs? I buried <laughs> them down in the crawl space under the house, and it's where I've put all the other drifters ever since. This ghost's doing some fucking physical labor. I think we're going to have to get that crawl space flushed out. Now, is he a... Yeah, right. Let's... uh. Nice little art studio down there or something. Yeah. Maybe a garage. Is this a guy, craft room? Yeah, yeah, right. Is this guy not help me understand? Is he a ghost or who is needs his, a whole room for crafts? Answer me that. Why not? I don't know. You know, enjoy your space. Yeah. Who are you to criticize? Yeah, who are you? You have a whole room for going to the bathroom. I don't understand that. So Yeah, that's your craft. Yeah. I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you work on your craft. Kanisha's an artist in there. And frankly, it is uh beautiful. It's like what Miles he, Davis. Yeah. Could have fooled me. So somewhere yeah. he sits like, you know, how cool teachers would sit backwards in their chair. Yeah. That's what Ganesh does on his own toilet. Yeah. He slaters it. AC slaters it. AC slater on Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah. That's right. Gets in there. Yeah. You can, so you can lean forward on it. Yeah. He yeah. puts a you little, uh, prop up, uh, an iPad or a, a Kindle, even mm-hmm. a boom box. Yeah. Yeah. Over like a game of, uh, I don't know, Jenga. That way my feet don't fall asleep. Yeah. That's right. His little feet are kicking back there. Like he's swimming. That's <laughs> <laughs> gets the blood pumping. Good image. Is there more? So Rodney, I think is Rodney he, a ghost or is he a yeah, body? I think he's a is he a physical human being that is just living forever or he is, is he a ghost? ghost? He's a ghost that can like move stuff. See, he's burying people in the yard. Why does he even give a shit? He's a ghost. If cops come, just fucking float away. Because then there'll be all all sorts of people up in his house. What kind of ghost goes through the trouble of covering up crimes? There's One no that ghost. watches a lot of forensics. There's crime. no ghost know. court. Maybe in Beetlejuice there is. Well, this isn't Beetlejuice, buddy. <laughs> oh, it's a shared universe. It's Moorhead Manor, and we're jumping ahead to the last page. So you better keep listening for a couple more minutes, please. Mortal words of Ganesh Sarma. Let's just get this over with. The last page of Moorhead Manor coming up right now. Listen up. They'd come to the part that Emily had just had to have faith in. She had hoped and prayed that the carvings Jane Moorhead had made all those years ago would still be there. Mm. We're going to have to sand those down. Yeah, no way. We're not going to get a seller with these things on the walls. It was the only time Emily dared to look away from Alice. She looked to the base of the tree. Alice's mother's etching were deep and still legible. Tears came to Emily's eyes when she read the word Catherine. (gasps) What? What does that mean to you? Mm. Save questions for after, please. Come look, Alice. See what your mother did. Mama? Mama? Emily knelt down, putting her hand. What did my mama do? Putting her hand on the word and tracing the letters with her fingers. Alice came closer, seeing it too. Can't read. Oh no! Well, she that makes sense for the time, right? I don't think anybody before 1950 could read. Mm. Glasses have been around forever, dude. and I also don't think anybody after it's 1975 not a of glasses. could read. Glasses. Yeah, think nobody people, said that it was blurry. I think people just didn't read. I don't think a little girl who was sickly and in need of medicine could read. They probably read more than people read now. I wouldn't teach that kid how to read. I don't think most people know how to read now. Yeah, that's right. You know, kids these days. Reading peaked in like the 60s and 70s. What are they reading these days? What are the kids reading these days? Their phones, am I right? Yeah, Jesus. Twitter.instagram slash Snapchat or something or other. Burn it all down. I love it. I'm on all of it. Hit me up. AMZM book club. At gmail.com. We also have a P.O. box. (laughs) You can send a written letter to on parchment. A man can dream. 
I want a P.O. box. That'd be great. Yeah, send us guns. Alice came closer, seeing it too, she knelt. Emily took her hand away as Alice tried to touch the tree but couldn't. Oh, ghost hands. Sorry. Can't clap, remember? Catherine? Alice said with a smile. Yes, Catherine. Alice, I know it's hard to go back to that night and remember what your father did, but your baby isn't in that house anymore. She's oh. here. Oh, no. Emily let her hand rest on the ground. She's a little kid with a baby. I'm not understanding most oh, of Oh, she's this. an adult woman with a baby. Yeah, that makes more sense. My Catherine is here? Yes, your mother buried her here. Yeah, she did. And she carved her name into the tree. Alice, if you want to be with your baby, you have to let go of that house. Yeah, climb in this hole. Your baby's with God now. Whoa, don't get uh, preachy on me, bitch. I'm a ghost. <laughs> That's my B word limit for the night. <laughs> Bitch. Ding, you've gone over. Oops, I just got the shot collar. You have to find your way there too, because she's waiting for you. She's been waiting for you a long, long time. Well, she doesn't give a shit because she's with God and God can keep her company, right? Isn't that the whole thing, right? Isn't that the whole fucking thing? Yeah. Who doesn't want to hang out with an old man who looks like Chevy Chase, probably? God is a young woman, like real young, like three years old, <laughs> throwing a tantrum, God spitting is, up. God is a goofy little dog that farts all the time yeah. and smells his own fart. I would love that. If God farted, I would be like, hell yeah. Well, what do you think thunder is? Oh, Emily could actually see the fog lift from Alice's expression. She looked clear and alert. The confusion was going away. Her smile beamed as she reached out. This is like the scene in Ghost starring uh, Ted Danson where they beam up into the sky in the light. And they sing Hallelujah. It's Ted Danson. By right? Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Stroking her hand across the carvings. But then she abruptly stopped and frowned. I don't deserve her. What do you mean? She's your daughter. This is so heavy for a kid's book. Of course you deserve her. <laughs> this is upsetting me as an adult. She wouldn't want me. Or what should be an adult. Alice, that's not true. Alice paused for a few seconds before speaking. She seemed to be searching for courage. I killed him. Killed who? You with, did what? With kindness. With My that. father. Oh, that's a whole can of worms. I couldn't forgive him. I tried, but I couldn't. I think he knew what I was thinking, too. He was suspicious that I should be up the next day to cook him breakfast. I made porridge. Papa liked it sweet. Mm, please don't ever say that again. Ever. Papa liked it sweet. No, don't say it again. <laughs> no more. Papa liked it sweet. No more. No, 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 no. <laughs> I gotta, Papa liked it sweet. I got to get us out of this. Hey, Tone. Hey, Tone. Uh, uh, come on. Hey, come on. Hey. hey. And I knew it would be. It would. I knew it would okay. come for the taste of the rat poison I'd gotten from the gardener's shed. Oh, no. Oh. Rat poison in the porridge. This tale as old as time itself. Wait, quiet down so we can hear how the backsplash is described. Yeah, it's beautiful. He didn't trust me, though. I could feel it. If I was to succeed, I had to convince him. So I put the poison right in the porridge. Uh, what were you going to do in the first place? Papa liked it sweet. We, oh, no, no, no. Go on. Get out of here. We both, we both sat there at the table. Don't say it again. <laughs> we both sat there at the table. I let him see me eat it. He even made me trade bowls, but I outsmarted him. He <laughs> it like the fucking princess bread. <laughs> hmm. Should I eat my porridge or my daughter's? Did my daughter poison my porridge? <laughs> she, <laughs> she knows I like it sweet. Father daughters, that's a tough relationship. <laughs> so you both died? Yes. Damn. That's some good fucking poison, man. I guess that's how Mama must have found us. It must have driven her to grief. Is that my husband's sweet porridge? I'm so sorry she had to see that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, he liked it too sweet. This porridge isn't sweet at all. But it was the only way I knew how. Emily paused, trying to find something to say. Uh, can we leave? 
You're weird too. I don't like it here. Alice, that's in the past. Jimmy's got a baseball game tonight. You were distraught. You didn't know what you were doing. It's not your fault. Do you really think so? Do you really think that could be true? I do. I really do, Alice. Just go find her. Find your way to where she is. She needs you. Get the fuck out of here, Alice. Yeah, please. Go. The smile slowly returned to Alice's face. So temperamental. You was the last thing she said. And then what? Then she dissolved. Oh, hell yeah. Well, falling yeah. into the tree, into the ground. Boom. The grave. Sizzle, sizzled. With my baby now. She was gone. But then she came back. Oh, no. She did? What? It said. Still talking about the porch. She's like, wait a minute. Papa liked the sweets. No. <laughs> no. I don't Alice. Like I'm a never... cool breeze blew across Emily. I never want to hear how Papa liked it, especially if it's sweet. She looked to the sky. That's probably the best way Papa could have liked it. What if it was like, Papa liked it sour. Papa liked Ugh, it sour. Papa... <laughs> yeah, another Papa pillow. liked it savory. Ugh. Well, savory porridge sounds good. Be happy, Alice. Be happy. I like a little sweet porridge. Ugh. Who are you, Papa? Emmy. Emily. 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 Are they all saying this? Emily looked to see Jimmy and Adam running across the lawn toward her. Adam. She just greets Adam. They're outside. Great. Good. Run home. Adam. She yelled and jumped to her feet. They ran towards each other and Emily wrapped Adam up in a tight hug. You're all right. I was so worried. I'm okay, Emmy. A few scrapes and bruises, but I'm holding up. Adam said, letting go of his sister and looking over at the house. Moorhead Manor was encased in flames. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Lead the kids to water. Am I right? Don't get it, but I love it. (laughs) Well, the property brothers would definitely put the fire out. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean. You're going to want to do that as soon as you can. (laughs) That's my new HGTV reality show. I just take you to buildings that are currently burning. And I say, we could do something good with this. (laughs) Look, we're taking down all these walls. It's open space. You want an island in here? I do. No, you're not allowed. And all the windows started to shatter. Whatever spell had held it together was now broken. Its demise was heralded by the smoke that billowed up into the sky. Rodney got a raw deal. Cops will be here soon, Jimmy said. Do we really want to explain this? Adam asked. No. Get out of there. Avoid the cops. Yeah. Don't ever interact with the police. No one would ever believe us. Yeah. They'd call us crazy. Yep. Emily responded. This applies to regular crimes, too. Not just super uh, supernatural ones. Yep. The police are coming. You get the hell out of Dodge. Yep. Emily's right. I said we get out of here and never say nothing to anyone about this. Goddamn right. No snitching. Jimmy said with certitude. You don't have to tell me twice. Adam said. Come on. Let's go on and get on on. Get get on out of here. (laughs) Okay, Adam. They made their way back down the gravel road and took up a fast pace away from Moorhead. Adam ran ahead, leaving Emily and Jimmy to walk together. He was anxious to leave the scene, but also he knew he needed to give them some time alone. Yeah, Jimmy, you can have my sister. Adam was not clueless. Sorry about your ball. Yep, it's just a ball. What ball? Oh, the one he threw. That's right. I thought maybe he got kicked or something. Just a ball? You love that thing. Right in the crotch. Oh, you think Rodney slapped him with the old uh, foot smack? Yeah, boom. Right in the ball. There you go, little boy. (laughs) What? Baseball things. (laughs) Well, there are things I love more. Like what? Emily laughed, unconvinced. Like this. (gasps) Jimmy said. Oh, no. Taking Uh, her hands. Kanisha's leaning in to kiss me. Hard. Oh, little kisses. Emily was stunned. She blushed as her heart did somersaults in her chest. Check that out. <laughs> yeah, well, you better see a cardiologist. She held his hand tight in response. 
and replied, Papa liked it sweet. Shield <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. his hand tight in response, and the whole way home, they never let go of each other. The oh, end. My oh, way was better. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. So Rodney can't really die. So what does he just? Now he's just ripping. He's, like, Damn. he's ripping sweet licks on his axe in the middle of the woods now, on just fire. That, yeah, pretty sweet actually. That is cool. That's way cool. If I could wish band. for any afterlife, it would be to be perpetually on fire playing guitar in the middle of the dark woods. Would you set the woods on fire? No, I'm a I'm a ghost. I'm an apparition. A Fine. ghoulish flame. What yeah. would you play? Oh, like song-wise? Stairway yeah. to Heaven. No, 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 no. I'd be playing probably the entire Ooh, discography of the Butthole Surfers. Don't know that. The, don't know their work. Uh, well, you'll get familiar with it once you die. So let's cast this thing, right? That's it? That's the end? Yeah, That's, let's cast That it. book ended, right? Yes. I was, wasn't paying attention. Okay, let's cast this as a movie. Who are we casting for Big Jim, Jimmy, the baseball if player? If this was an, a 70s or 80s movie, it mm. would be like mm. adults playing mm. these kids. I know exactly who yes. it would be. David Cassidy from the Partridge family. Uh, Sure. Yeah. I still go with Devin Sawa. Okay. Yeah, I can see Sawa in this. Fine. He was in Found Us Nation, right? Who was Yes, it? he was. He was great in it. You know, the Good. Academy blew it that year. <laughs> Listen, I mean, uh, that movie holds up surprisingly well. They're I fun. Say. They're all that movie's fun objectively movies. better than Crash. Yes, yeah. Crash is not going to argue bad. with that. So last year, me and Shane watched Final Destinations one and two back to back. Wow, together, just you two? Yeah. Well, who else was there? I didn't get an invite. None of your business. All right. Well, hey, fine. Uh, show a little more love for Halloween. Maybe you'll get a. I'm scared. We don't want Mr. P Pants coming over and ruining the night. I wear yeah. a diaper now. Well, let's cast uh, Adam. No, yeah, Adam, the Young little boy. Little Fred sweet. Savage. Young Fred Savage is good. Because he's kind of a dorsh. Yeah, he's <laughs> that's the term. Yeah, I like that. What about you, Ganesh? Why don't you pipe in? Come up with something for once in your fucking life. How about okay? Uh, you took too long. Who are we gonna cast as? Uh, what's the one? Emily? Hermione Granger. Wow, the fictional character, even. Oh, what's that woman's <laughs> name? J.K. Rowling. Yeah. No, you mean Emma Thompson? No, M. Uh, Watson. Watson. And no. then, which yeah. is the one from King Kong? Emma Stone. Nope, that's the one from uh, Super Bad. Ray. <laughs> that's the 70s King Kong. No, oh, not that. Naomi Watts. Sure. No, I don't like that either. I don't know why I went down this road. Young Anna Paquin. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry. She's spooky. Just saying Anna Paquin's name is funny. I don't know. Like, <laughs> who thinks about Anna Paquin? Well, who's I think Alice? about her all the time. I watched a movie with her in it yesterday. What? X-Men 1? Trick or Treat. What is that? It's a movie about trick or treat. 2007. Good movie. It's a movie about trick or treat. All right. Let's start Anna Paquin. What's that movie Anna Paquin's in where she flies the birds around with her big bird plane? The swan or the goose. No, or no. Canadian flyer. Or something uh, like I No, fly away home. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's more of a North Carolina film. It's less of a Louisiana. Okay. Well, she's Australian, right? What? I don't know. Who else is in this? Who plays Rodney, the sweet axe-wielding fucking ghoul, ghost, uh, banshee? Uh, a hulky Matt Dillon. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> Matt Dillon is really scary. And then you get the Crash crossover, which is nice. Ooh, You know, I was going to say like Jack Black. That's a little too on the nose for me. Too goofy. All right. Jack Give Black him. wouldn't hang himself. He couldn't. Too rotund. <laughs> that banister would <laughs> crack, neck, my friend. Neck too oh, thick. Yeah, Matt Dillon for sure. Yeah. Or who's the other one I always confuse with Matt Dillon? Only you know that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Ethan Hawke. No. No? Um, Matt Damon? No, no, no. Oh, is there a hint? A clue? He was like a 90s kind of creepazoid leading guy who... What, Christian he? Slater. Oh, sure. 
I like Matt Dillon better. <laughs> what about <laughs> Alice? Oh, mm. she's Christina Ricci. Well, that's too easy with Casper. Okay. Well, then I don't have another answer. It's up to you guys. Uh, Ganesh could finally chime in with something after 30 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, Emma Thompson? <laughs> okay. Who else? Anybody else in this book? That's, that's basically it, right? That's it. Oh, Mama. Mama. And Papa. Well, Sissy Spacex Mama. All right. And Papa likes it sweet. Who's going to be Papa? Oh, Vince D'Onofrio. You think he likes it sweet? But dressed as Edgar from I could see, I could <laughs> Men see in Black. Vince D'Onofrio eating a lot of porridge. Not Vince, not Vince D'Onofrio. that shit down. I don't think he has a sweet tooth. I think he looks like it's literally Vince D'Onofrio in the makeup for Men in Black. That's what I'm saying as Papa. I think it's Brian Cox. Who? You know, Brian Cox. What's he in? Well, he was Hannibal Lecter before what's his junk was. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. What else is he in? X-Men 2. I Bad guy. Don't know a damn thing about this guy. He was in Adaptation. Nope. Don't know. Ah. Uh, Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The, uh, old, older man. Older He's in gentleman. that new HBO show called like American Beauty. Who is he in American Beauty? No. You're, th- you're thinking, thinking of Chris of, Cooper. You're thinking of Chris Cooper. I He'd be a good Papa. He would be uh, a good Papa. Uh, there we go. I got one. Uh, yeah. Chris Cooper. Man, Way I, to go, if buddy. I saw Chris Cooper on the street, I'd call him Papa like that. I'd say, Chris Cooper, you're a great actor. I'd say, Papa, my medicine. And then he I, yeah, I would be arrested, probably. That's it, right? That's everybody? Is that the whole book? That's about it. Not the whole book? Uh, this one was fun. Oh, um, uh, actually brought more to the table uh, oh. than uh, most young adult books. Yeah. As in, cool. it was really fucking weird and traumatizing at the end. Kids probably shouldn't read this. I wouldn't let my kid read it. But then again, I don't know my kid. Left him on the side of the road. Let's end the podcast now, right? That's the yes. end. Okay. Uh, you can find us. Don't email us. Please don't do that. AMZMBookClub at gmail.com. Don't do that. You go to www.amzmbookclub.gmail.com. What you go to do is you go to Google, you type in, How do I get my emails? Then you follow the link, it takes you to a wiki how. That'll link you to Hotmail. You log into your Hotmail, get your Gmail password, take that, log into Gmail, and then you email us at AMZMBookClub at gmail.com. You say hello. And Ganesh will say, thank you for the letter. Uh, we're not interested. Otherwise, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at AMZN Book Club. You can uh, just, you know, find my phone number. It's public. Give me a call if you want. And stick around this month for some more spooky stories. That's right. We're doing some good ones planned. We're doing a whole Halloween month here, folks. It's going to be uh, it's going to be scary. Hey, maybe write in and say what your favorite Halloween costume is. Yeah. And uh, what we'll do is we'll put that in a manila envelope and then we'll burn it and send the ashes to God. Thank you all for joining us. Join us again next week for more spooky, scary Halloween fun on Amazon Book Club. Bye. Papa likes his sweet. No!